Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Great, Russell. How are you? Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for this new day and this new morning. We thank you for all the beauty in nature. The dew on the plants, the birds chirping in the air. We thank you for the good weather. We thank you, Father, that we are alive. And we thank you for this opportunity to talk to you and to spend this first part of our day with you so that we receive from you of your presence, of your wisdom, of your understanding. We receive, Lord, that ability where we carry you, you with us in the spirit as we go through our day, as we go through all the challenges and all the successes that we see. We are able to stay in that constantly stay in that place of prayer with you throughout the day. That we are able to commune with you, talk to you all the time. This is the day that the Lord has made. And he has made it for me. And we can each thank him in advance for all the successes that we expect this day. And Father, we thank you for all the peace and the joy that you pour into our hearts as well. Jesus said, I give you my joy so that your joy be made full. And we share that as well with all those that are part of this prayer meeting, that are part of this praying family. We share it with all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group, all those that do not yet know Jesus and all those that do not want to know him. Quicken them, O oh Father, and let their hearts be turned to see the truth, so that the truth might set them free. As we make our prayer this morning, we call on your name, the name of our Father, the one who makes the parched land a pool of water and the thirsty land a spring of water, the one who has made for us a way of holiness, the great I am the one who blots out our transgressions and remembers our sins no more, the one who is the preserver of men. And we pray in the name of his son, Jesus, the rock, the refuge, the rider on the white horse, the one who was, who is, and who is to come, the one who shall judge the quick and the dead. And we pray in the name of his spirit, the spirit of light, the spirit of Jesus, the spirit of truth, the seal of the age to come, the breath of the father who reveals the deep and secret things unto us. We thank you, Father, that you have given us your son, your spirit, your angels. You have given us every provision that we need in this life. When you are our shepherd, we shall lack nothing. We come with this understanding and we live every single day with it. That you are able to make every grace abound towards us. You pour out your mercy renewed for us every morning. 
we on our part father resolve to rise above all our weaknesses through that grace that you put into our lives to rise above all the mistakes that we have made yesterday that we do not go through the same mistakes again today through the wisdom and understanding father that we might learn the new ways of doing things that through we are made wiser through your word that you put as a revelation into our hearts the meaning and the understanding thereof we thank you father that you have blessed us with destiny help us you have blessed us with family with friends and they are no less than that ones that are tasked with looking after us shaping our lives our destiny caring for us in the way you want them to do just a representation of your love we thank you lord that you have given us a roof over our head food on our table you provide for us spiritual food as well when we read your word when we commune with you when we spend that one on one time with you in our place of prayer through our worship through our communion and then you speak to us through your word through your revelations you are there ever ready to fight for us advocate for our cause you have carved us on the palm of your hand and yet even if we forget our own or ourselves you never forget us we thank you father and as we get into today's reflection yesterday we see we touched on why is satan after man and he is looking for two things one is dominion over man and two is transgenerational allegiance where man commits himself but his subsequent generations as well in submission to satan so that there is no threat of them rising up against to challenge him but every believer has been given authority the spirit realm functions under a structure of authority that is the first thing we must understand and remember what is that authority that you carry and if you do not know satan will come to test you and what you do not know he will use against you it is not that he has the power over you but it is just deception where it looks like he has power over you in fact he is only using that authority which lies dormant as long as it lies dormant he can do whatever he feels like now let's reflect on that today what is the authority that god has given a believer the first thing to remember and acknowledge is that we come under the authority first that authority is the apex authority of god to exercise our authority we must first subscribe to that system and submit to his authority first we cannot live out of his system be rebellious and do whatever we want and then exercise that authority it doesn't work it is our duty and our role to point to that authority at all times it is like obeying the law in the country that we live in the apex law 
not our own laws. The believer's life is one of total dependence on God as modeled by the Son of Man, by Jesus. He modeled it so that we can live in the same way by copying what he did. Look at John 5 verse 30 where Jesus said, I can do nothing on my own. And I seek not my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is where he taught us to pray as well and remind ourselves every time we pray, the Our Father, thy kingdom come and thy will be done. The word to highlight there is kingdom. That kingdom represents kingship, authority, the system that his kingdom functions in. And then God has appointed lesser authorities in this world. We see in Romans 13, verse 1 to 7, there are kings and governments that have authority over their subjects. And as we drill down further, we see, and I'm only focusing now on the believer. So it's the apostles that had authority over the church. You see that in Acts 4, verse 34, 35, and Philemon 1, verse 3. Likewise, do pastors have authority and church hierarchies have authority over their community as leaders of that believer's community. On another note, employers have authority over their employees. And then comes family. Husbands have authority over their wives, as we have seen in Ephesians 5, verse 22 to 24. And parents have authority over their children, Ephesians 6, verse 1. We have just reflected on this the other day. What does it mean for us? Now, these are the common structures in God's system, in that kingdom. And then there is also authority over self. Guard your temple from thieves who come to steal, kill, and destroy. The temple of the Holy Spirit. Your body. Your soul. Your physical self. And Jesus prophetically demonstrated it when at the temple he cracked a whip on the money changers and the other merchants, saying, you have made my house, which should have been a house of prayer, you have made it into a den of thieves, the ones that came to steal, kill and destroy and have now ended up staying there. Your body. He did not bother being polite to them which was indicative of we shouldn't be polite and make adjustments and live with demonic destruction in our lives. To make it a house of prayer and crack the whip on everything that causes us to sin. To cut it off from our body and to attach ourselves to the system of authority of God. Now let's look at a few other authorities that you can bear. The first is that of a believer. John 1 verse 12 says, To all who received him, that is Jesus, he gave authority to be called sons of God. And this is where inheritance comes in. The blessings of Abraham through inheritance, because we are now called sons of God through faith. Romans 8 verse 17 confirms it where it says we are made co-heirs with Christ. 
And as heirs are given authority, we are given authority over angels, over spirits whose job is to minister to the heirs of salvation. Each one is assigned angels. We see that mentioned in Psalm 91. He has given angels, not one, but angels, plural, charge over you. And their ministry is referenced in Hebrews 1 verse 14. And then we see the same again in Psalm 103 verse 20, which says they excel in strength and they hearken to the voice of the word. The voice of someone speaking that word, which then becomes as though it is the voice of God. Then he gave authority to use his name. This again is the, is the authority of inheritance, where he said, whatsoever you ask the father in my name, that he will grant you. Now, how could he say that? Because we see in Philippians 2 verse 9, God gave him a name above every other name. At which every knee in heaven on earth and under the earth must bow. So when we talk of the kingdom, this is the name and position of the king. The name above every other name. Mark 16 verse 17 is an application of a believer using that authority of the king's name now. Where Jesus said, these signs will accompany those who believe in my name, in the name of the apex authority. They will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. This is the power of faith and prayer using that name. It's like when a policeman puts on his uniform and he represents that apex law. It immediately passes on that message. And in the name of that law, he can enforce it. He can make arrests and he can ensure that there is law and order. Jesus said, in my name, you can do the same. Then there is the authority of office. This is by virtue of your position in the kingdom and the ministry that has been assigned to you. In Matthew 28, verse 18 and 19, we see Jesus give the authority of great commission, where he said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Now he's reinforcing that same thing which we saw earlier, the authority of his name as the king. And he said, go therefore and make disciples of all nations. He gave the authority to make disciples, to baptize, and to teach them. These three authorities he gave, teach them his commandments. These three authorities he gave to the believers <clears throat> in this verse here. And that's for everyone. It's an instruction not for selected few, but for everyone. Every believer to carry. Then there is the authority which he gives as spiritual gift as he did in Luke 9 verse 1 to his disciples and he gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure disease that is the healing and deliverance ministry the same is reiterated in Luke 10 verse 19 where he said I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power 
all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. And I said that twice because I want you to notice that he acknowledged the power of the enemy there. It's not that the enemy is powerless. They do have power, but the power that I give you, that is what he gave you, is more than that. It's to the extent that you can overpower the capability of the enemy. That is the authority given. And if you do not know that you have that, you will continue to live in fear, feeling helpless, and the enemy will have power over you. And that's what's happening to most Christians today. Now, Ephesians 6 verse 12 talks about wrestling the ranks of principalities, powers, and rulers of the darkness of this world. They sit higher up in the hierarchy. We see an example of that where in the book of Daniel, the prince of Persia stopped the angel Gabriel from bringing an answer to Daniel's prayer. So they do have a significant amount of power if they can stop the angel Gabriel from coming. What does that mean for you? Well, it doesn't mean that we should fear. I'd like to show you a hidden scripture there now. Colossians 2 Verse 10, this verse says that Jesus is the head, is the head of all principality and power. And you look at this in conjunction with the previous verse where he said, I have given you power and authority over all the power of the enemy. When we are able to use his name, we are able to exercise this authority. And when, since he is the head of all principality and power, they have to bow to his name. This is what we should remember and use in our event of having to resist the enemy, resist the devil. The same was applied by Archangel Michael. When he and Satan fought for the body of Moses and he found that that battle wasn't going anywhere and his authority wasn't sufficient. We see that mentioned in the book of Jude chapter, there's, there's only one chapter, the book of Jude verse 9. So he used a higher authority where he said, the Lord rebuke you. And he was able to prevent Satan from stealing the body of Moses. Lastly, the authority of the keys to the kingdom, which is another big one that has been given to us in Matthew 16, verse 19, and Matthew 18, verse 18. The authority of the keys to the kingdom, where he said, whatsoever, not just something, but whatsoever, which means any possible thing that you shall bind on earth, that is in the physical, shall be bound in heaven, in the spiritual. And whatsoever you shall lose on earth, shall be loosed in heaven. The authority to bind and loose, to restrain or prevent demonic activity and to release grace and restoration. 
Jesus demonstrated it when he said to the woman, Woman, thou art loosed. And she was healed from her infirmity of many years. I'd like to finish this reflection with the reminder of what God gave, what God first gave us in authority at creation. And we see that in the book of Genesis 1 verse 28. When he created man, he said, let them, not just one, but all of them, every man, have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and every living thing that moves upon the earth. Now, when you say every living thing and you think of it prophetically, he could be prophetically speaking and mean every marine creature, every flying spirit, every crawling spirit, animal, living thing. So everything that is on earth, whether it is spiritual or physical, he gave man authority over it. Because he said, every living thing. We must remember who we are. If we are to resist the enemy and to win that battle. Understand your authority and how to use it. For when we use that authority, that is when the power that is vested in you gets activated and is manifest. As long as we don't speak and as long as we don't know, we will continue to be hammered down and be on the losing side of that battle. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that each of us be given that understanding this day so that as we then go back into your word to reflect on the authority that you have given us, we are able to emerge with that confidence through faith to stand up and to speak against everything that is an aberration of what your plan should look like. When you have said that you have plans for us to prosper and we are not prospering right now, that we realize and we take control over that situation and we speak because you have given us authority to speak over our lives, over our families, over our community, over everything that is connected with our life. That when we speak and we use the authority that you have given us, things start to shift in the spirit. Help us approach it with that faith, Father, that when we speak, it must shift. We ask for that edification in our spirit. And as we pray for that spiritual growth and spiritual strength, as we pray for that strength to, to prepare for the battles that lie before us, the spiritual warfare that we are required to warfare every single day of our lives in order to ensure our sustenance and in order to ensure our abundance. We also pray, Father, for our physical and temporal needs, for all those requests that have been mentioned on this prayer group. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, for all those that are hospitalized this day. We pray for all families that are battling forces of separation where the enemy seeks to steal from them, 
<coughs> excuse me, the peace and joy in their home. To replace it with misunderstandings, with, with fear, with infidelity, with all sorts of evil. We speak restoration of love in those lives and in those homes. We welcome you, Lord, as we know that you stand knocking at that door, even of these homes. Your word in Revelation 3.20 says that when we open that door to you, you will come in and you will dine with them. You will commune with them. When the God of love enters, everything that is not of him must leave that home and we command it to leave right now. In the authority of the name of Jesus. We also speak over, we also plead the blood of Jesus over each of these homes. As well as every family and every member of every family that is part of this Brisbane prayer group. We put on our angels and dispatch them on assignments in accordance with your will, your plan for each of these lives, Father. The ministry that you have called them for. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each one to keep us safe from harms in danger, accident, injury, pilfering, theft, hijacking, terrorism, and natural disasters. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds in their lives. And under your authority, Lord Jesus, we take a moment to remember those that we have been praying for. Under your authority, Lord Jesus, we declare every yoke, every chain of bondage over these lives that we are praying for. We declare those yokes broken in the name of Jesus. We ask for your anointing to touch these lives, Lord, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Let that liberty, that freedom be manifest in their life from today. Let them experience your presence, Lord, and let there be a transformation, a renewal in their homes this day. We pray also for all those that are battling financial challenges, that are battling busyness in their lives, that are battling joblessness as well that they are kept away from prayer. They are kept away from and ignorant from even understanding their authority. We pray for all those members of our family and our friend circles that have not yet been saved. That their eyes be opened, quicken them, O Father, they shall call on your name and be delivered. We stand in that gap to pray for them, Lord. For just as you said, of those whom thou hast given me, I shall lose none. We pray also for our own personal needs. Father, we thank you that you hear us, that you have always heard us. We thank you, Lord, that when we release this, our prayer, our life becomes a testimony 
to your grace, to your love, to your mercy. And every prayer that we release in faith here, in agreement with each other, is an answered prayer. We come with that faith and we will not accept anything less than it, Lord. Encourage all those that can pray in tongues to unmute and join us as we join with the Spirit Himself and become one Spirit with the Lord. All those that have that gift, please join in. Those that are praying for the gift, please unmute your mics, release your faith and ask the Holy Spirit to take over. Let us now pray in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sadakala Sandra <laughs> 
Sunt este o rege cătaia. Aria ca la rambrandela resetere stele iagea la radăria
the words that were spoken to me this morning. I, your Lord and God, have given you authority over every spiritual battle and situation. The scripture I've been given confirms yours, Russell, in Philippians 2, 8 to 11. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Anyone else is receiving a word from the Lord or a scripture revelation, please feel free to unmute and speak it or you could even type it in the chat. Before we conclude, just a heads up on our topic for the Bible study session this Friday as well. The topic is how to be your true self. We will learn to love ourselves the way we are. And even if others may not understand our uniqueness, God does. And that is all that matters. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube. We shall share those links as a message in our Telegram group later this morning. Please share that message with your friends and family and invite at least one person to come and join in these sessions. Like I've always said, it is more of partaking in the presence of the Lord. And it's not just uh, reflecting on that word. There is more to it there. And it is that presence that they must take home with them. That's where he starts ministering to their lives and changes start to happen. Let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that comes out of his jealous love for us, let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Thank Russell. Thank you, Russell. God, God bless, bless everyone. God bless everyone. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you.